You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Hunter trying to bounce down low, losing the handle onto this content. Lampkin scoops it up for the Frogs. Here comes Miles down the left-hand alley. Mike to the elbow for the alley-oop for Emmanuel Miller. And a timeout taken. Now, back to the voice of the national championship Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Highlight cut courtesy of the TCU Sports Network from Learfield. That's Brian Estridge alongside John Denton for the call. And those esteemed colleagues and gentlemen will be in Waco tomorrow as the Frogs take on the Bears here in the Farrell Center. Early start, those guys going to have to get up and get going to get down to Waco on Saturday morning for an 11 a.m. tip-off. But we welcome in uh, the longtime color analyst for TCU football and basketball and other duties as assigned John Denton joins us now. Welcome to you. I uh, appreciate you being on. Hey, John. Great to talk to you as always. And uh, looking looking forward to the trip down I-35 tomorrow morning. We'll probably have to stop for breakfast in West and then uh, bounce on into the Farrell Center and see if the Frogs can show up tomorrow and give the Bears a little resistance. Well, I have no question that that will happen. Sound like a good plan, stopping in West on the way down. That's You've done that. You've made that trip a few times through the years, haven't you? <laughs> more, more, more than I want to count. Yeah. It, you know, it's it, it some, you know, at some point back years ago, uh, you know, the cashiers at some of those places in West, you know, they've gotten to know me, at least my face, yeah. and that, that says something, so. That's pretty good. Need a need a uh, frequent flyer discount at some of those places. <laughs> hey, this is uh, we'll talk about this game tomorrow, but this is kind of an historic weekend as far as Baylor and TCU go. Um, I sent you the box score, I think, from February twentieth, which would uh, nineteen seventy nine, forty three yeah. years ago tomorrow on Sunday, uh, and this is the weekend. Baylor beat TCU in a game at the Heart of Texas Coliseum. Notable because. Vinny Johnson and Pat Nunley combined to score 62 points in that game. Um, that was right about the time you were in school. Were you in school in 79 at TCU? No, you know, it, uh, I was, uh, I'm going to make Pat Nunley feel real good here. I was a junior uh-huh. in high school and I had, oh, just okay. started, had just started to get some recruiting letters from, from TCU and I'd even, even gotten one from Baylor, but I, uh, I, you know, I used to watch Southwest Conference basketball every Saturday on television. With you know, Frank Fallon was doing the games yeah. a lot back then with Rudy Davalos, and I mean, it was, yeah. that was those were fun to watch. But I remember that particular game just because you know I was starting to kind of pay attention to TCU, and they just absolutely got blown out. Now my memory's a little cloudy because it's been a while back. But was it Pat with fifty and Vinny with twelve, or was? Was it you know, I can't, I can't really remember. You know, that, that's too much minutiae. It's just that those two combined to score 62. That was the, yeah. that was the uh, highlight, and that, that had to have been the headline in the story in the oh. Waco Trib the next day. All I recall is, you know, one of the guys that played in that game for TCU was the center, Larry Freevert, who went on to become a, a great surgeon and doctor and whatnot. But he was still in school when I got to TCU, and I remember talking to him about that game, and he just said, you know, that. That combination of Nunley and and 
Vinny just, you know, un- unstoppable. And, you know, he yeah. said we couldn't, we couldn't keep Nunley out of the lane. He was just creating off the dribble and just, you know, and just, you know, and, you know, he carried on that legend in the Baylor law school. And now, I mean, good Lord. I mean, I, I fully expect I'll see a, you know, a golden throne tomorrow at the, at the table next to you because I mean, geez, I mean, we're talking, we're talking, you know, serious Baylor basketball history. Now. Absolutely. Oh, he deserves every bit of it. That's true. Yep, that's yeah. right. So that is, uh, that's kind of a fun historical fact in the Baylor TCU yeah. series, which goes back many years. We'll bring that that up on the air um, uh, tomorrow and and probably Monday too, right around the the uh, anniversary <laughs> of that game. But it's always fun to bring up. What a, what a classic! Yeah. What yes, a classic! Indeed, yep. and and uh, and and Pat will get. Plenty of airtime on the uh, on the TCU network tomorrow as well. I assure you. Nice, very good. Appreciate it. Well, uh, uh, January eighth was the last time Baylor and TCU played this year. That John, as I look back at it, at it, when that game tipped off, that was the last time Baylor played a game uh, with everybody available, with everybody healthy, minus mm-hmm. Langston Love, who who uh, tore his knee up in uh, preseason in a scrimmage. Minus him. But January 8th, we have gone every game since January 8th and had somebody not available, and that continues tomorrow. Of course, Jonathan Chumwachachua is out for the rest of the season now. But, man, we've had our share, maybe more than our share of injuries, but you guys have as well. Yeah, we have. And, you know, it's, it's been interesting, uh, you know, primarily. I mean, this is the first year in as many, you know, bumps and bruises as we've had and Mike Miles has, you know, gotten the majority of the attention because he's the guy who has been out. And, you know, really and truly, it's it's been a pretty, compared to the last two or three years, pretty injury-free year for TCU. But we are beat up. I also think we're a little bit tired. Uh, and, you know, this, this TCU team is probably the most athletic and the most dangerous that Jamie Dixon's had from a, just a pure – ability and athleticism standpoint since he's been at TCU. The problem is that they are so hot and cold and up and down. And early in the season, you know, I, I began to think, you know, if this team could develop a little bit of consistency, they could be really, really dangerous. But they've been hot and cold. I mean, they, you know, they had the lead against Baylor back in January in Fort Worth and then weren't able to hold on. Had a lead last Saturday at Tech. Uh, at the half, just could not hang on, and you know it's it's been you know they'll come out and play great, you know for a half, and then they turn around and in the second half uh, just go cold, and that's what we've seen a lot in some of these games, especially at home. I mean it's been very interesting. I mean the frogs for the first time in their Big Twelve lives have swept Oklahoma, had a great game on the road in Norman. And also, you know, probably the best win ever in the Big 12 against, at the time, number 15 Iowa State back in January in Ames. But, you know, there's three or four games that they've given away. They had Oklahoma State beat on the road last month, gave that away, went scoreless the last three minutes of the game, gave that one away. Uh, they've given away some game, gave, gave away a game at home to Kansas State uh, this last weekend against Iowa State. I mean, those are three wins that would put the Frogs in pretty good shape right now with with seven games to play. Now the Frogs are in a spot where they've got to win four games, John, I really believe, to get you know into the tournament. And we've got to play seven games over the next 14 days. And 
You know, it's. Mm. I, I saw one uh, expert that had our remaining schedule rated as the number one toughest schedule left in the nation. And, you know, we got obviously Baylor tomorrow in Waco, then Monday at, at uh, West Virginia at home. And then it's, you know, Tech uh, next Saturday, preceded by a trip to Austin next Wednesday. And then it's back-to-back Kansas and then finish the regular season uh, at, at West Virginia. I mean, it's just a, it's just a meat grinder. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm really wondering, you know, where can this team steal a win? And, you know, I don't really intrude. I'm not sure that it's tomorrow. It's probably in Austin next week. And they've certainly got to beat West Virginia at home on Monday. That's a tough schedule. That's a tough closing stretch, uh, seven games in 14 days, because you guys are still making up for some that were postponed earlier, right? Right. The uh, The game Monday at home against West Virginia was supposed to be played January 3rd. And then uh, the following week, uh, the home game against Kansas on Tuesday night was originally supposed to be played New Year's night. So uh, it's also kind of compressed the schedule and I mean, going into, you know, these last two weeks of the season and then heading into the Big 12 tournament, John, I mean, there's there's a lot of work to do. And if the Frogs get anybody nicked up or if Mike Miles should happen to re-aggravate that, that wrist, uh, then, you know, there's really no time to heal. I mean, they're playing pretty much every other day from here on out for the for the rest of the regular season. Tell us about uh, more about Mike Miles. Uh, hopefully he is healthy, but uh, your top score, 14.8 points a game, and I think one of the top players in the league, uh, but maybe doesn't get as much attention as some other guys. No, you know, maybe he doesn't. You know, I think, you know, if the Frogs were sitting there with three more fans, he'd probably be getting a whole lot more attention. But, you know, he's the heart and soul. I mean, not only physically and with all of his ability to create off the dribble, but also – just from a psychological standpoint and the heart that he gives this team. And, you know, he, the other night, Iowa State did a really good job doubling him, getting the ball out of his hands. He was 0 of 9 from the floor, had three total points, his, his least productive game of the year. Wow. And, uh, and, you know, that, that really hurt. And Damian Ball at the same time, who's been picking up the slack when uh, Miles missed a couple of games against Kansas State and Oklahoma State, he was worn out. He looked worn out. So the Frogs really got nothing out of their guards the other night. I mean, if they could have gotten six more points out of their guards, they win that game. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be critical to see how Miles bounces back because, you know, I've, I don't have the media guide right here in front of me, but I'm guessing that's probably Mike Miles' worst game from an offensive production standpoint as a Frog. I mean, just, you know, he was a non-factor. Damian Ball was also a non-factor between the two of them. He had eight points and, in uh, two field goals. So uh, Frogs have got to get better guard play, and that's what concerns me going in this game tomorrow because Baylor has gotten so much good guard play now. You've got Cryer back. Uh, you can shoot the three. Uh, TCU doesn't defend the three well. What TCU does well is defend well and rebound well, but Baylor's just as good or better rebounding team as TCU. So what TCU can do Baylor can neutralize, and then what Baylor does well, the Frogs don't have an answer for. And, you know, if Chuck O'Bannon's not hitting from three tomorrow and Miles doesn't get going uh, get going early, then it could be a, a really long day for, for TCU. If they can roll out and survive the first five or seven minutes and slow the game down and maybe keep the game in the 60s, then TCU 
has a chance. But again, it's a question of, you know, which team are we going to see tomorrow out of TCU? Because if they're on, they're very dangerous and they're capable of beating anybody. I mean, that win at Iowa State yeah, and win no over clue. LSU were, were really good. But, you know, they can also yeah. just hit the wall at the same time. So it's going to be interesting to see. They've got a huge challenge ahead of them. And, you know, now more than ever, I think TCU just got to take it one bite at a time here. Don't, don't look ahead, uh, you know, concentrate on Baylor and then, you know, take it from there. Yeah, no question. Well, we uh, we expect nothing but a, nothing less than a close game. Great effort by TCU on Pat Nunley weekend. So uh, I'm glad you guys will be a part of it. And be careful coming down, and we'll see you at the Farrell Center tomorrow morning. All right. What time does the Pat Nunley parade start tomorrow? Is that going down Austin Avenue or Franklin? Or Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, y'all have to come really early for that. Uh, but uh, okay. come on down, and uh, we'll get you. We'll get you. Uh, you know, some time with Pat. I think I can help make that happen before the game. Okay. Well, yeah, because we want to do that, but we also, you know, I, I don't want to miss the parade, but I also don't want to get caught up in traffic. You know, trying to get there because I know there'll be a big crowd after the parade. Right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, man. Be careful. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Thanks a lot. John. See you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. John Denton, color analyst for TCU. He and uh, Brian Estridge will have the call for the Frogs tomorrow, and we will have the call, Pat and I, here on ESPN Central Texas, tomorrow morning on the air at 1030, tip-off at 11 tomorrow, here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics Television on ESPN2 tomorrow for Baylor and TCU. Take a break, uh, wrap things up, look ahead, share some birthdays with you. Aaron, there's some good birthdays today that uh, I want to make sure we get out there. We'll have that when we come back. We appreciate you being with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Great things going on at the Baylor Club. Check it out on the web. TheBaylorClub.com is the website. TheBaylorClub.com. You can always give them a call to check uh, on uh, making reservations, ask questions about membership, making reservations for an event there at the Baylor Club. Uh, 254-710-8080 is the phone number. That's their main number. And uh, also remember the great 222-22 deal that is going on now. Time is running short on that. Uh, by my calendar, 222 is going to be uh, next Tuesday. But you can get $200 off for every $1,000 you spend on an event registration at the Baylor Club, but only through 2222-22. Check it out. Move quickly on that. And give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium.